reverence, reverence, reverence. Assembly! Order in the court! I will maintain order in this court! Reverence, reverence! Dilly dilly! What kind of place is this? Where did you lead me to, Jesus? It's like a continual acid trip of glory. And we never come down. You know how the song goes? We never come down. That's an ecstasy major. <laughs> and the chord strings of your heart. Oh, see, there's a music person in the audience, and that rung a bell. Holy Ghost, I want a bell ringer. Just lean back and smoke some Holy Ghost crack. It'll crack you up. It'll crack you open. Every time you crack open your Bible. Shaka. <laughs> You know, they don't believe me, but look at there's some crack right there. <laughs> the crack of the Bible. Shava. <clears throat> and I opened up to Isaiah 35. The wilderness. And the dry land shall be glad. The desert shall rejoice and blossom like the rose and the autumn crocus. It shall blossom abundantly and rejoice even with joy. I don't, I don't think you heard me. Rejoice even with joy when you're rejoicing. Because I look at people and I say, my God, you need to rejoice while you're rejoicing. Jesus, get our faces pickled in the oil today, God inject their whole face with heroin of the Holy Ghost. You know, hello. Oh yeah. Do you know about the heroin of the Holy Ghost? Maybe not. <laughs> we call it get whacked, stay whacked, don't go back. Whacked in the glory. You know, everyone in heaven's high. It's called continual ecstasy in the Bible, and we pray Matthew 6 on earth as it is in hell, I mean heaven. Oh, on earth as it is in eternal ecstasy. So that's what happened to you. You're in heaven. Makes sense. I got it now. I'll tell all my goat friends at church about it so they can stone me to death. That sounds like fun. It's okay, Lieutenant Dan found peace with God and he's made out of titanium. <laughs> like the spaceship. Rejoice even with joy. God. Rejoice even with joy. The glory of Lebanon shall be given to it, the excellency of Mount Carmel and the plain of Sharon. They shall see the glory of the Lord, the majesty and splendor and excellency. Strengthen the weak hands. 
and make firm the feeble and tottering knees. Say to those who are of a fearful and hasty heart, Be strong and fear not. <laughs> Behold, your God will come with vengeance, and with recompense of God he will come and save you. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened, and the ears of the deaf shall be unstopped. Then shall the lame man leap like a heart, and the tongue of the dumb shall sing for joy. For water shall break forth in the wilderness and streams in the desert, and the burning sand and the mirage shall become a pool, and the thirsty ground springs of water. In the haunt of jackals, where they lay resting, shall be grass with reeds and rushes, and a highway shall be there, and a way, and it shall be called the Holy Way. The unclean shall not pass over it, but it shall be for the redeemed, the wayfaring men. Yes, the simple ones and fools shall not err in it and lose their way. No lion shall be there, nor shall any ravenous beast come upon on it. And they shall not be found there, but the redeemed shall walk on it. And the ransomed of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with singing and everlasting joy shall be upon their heads. They shall obtain joy and gladness and all sorrows and all sighing shall flee away forever. That's what heaven is, people. Holiness. The highway of holiness, Isaiah 35. And it is, in fact, high and not low. It's an elevation of intoxication of the Father's love. It's a one-step process called salvation by the renewing of your mind by drinking the blood of Jesus, the cup of the new covenant. It is drinking the love of the Father. Song of Solomon 5.1 commands us in Hebrew, it's Shaka Shakar. Brothers and sisters, I urge you with fervency to be drunk on the love of the Father. There is no substance in this universe that can copy it, replicate it, pretend to be it. <laughs> there is no counterfeit for this love. Satan can counterfeit everything. I mean, I've watched it my whole Christian life. Every step of the way as I've ascended the steps of glory to be sealed in my forehead, Jesus Christ, and live from the throne of grace in the third heaven, I have watched Satan every season counterfeit everything the anointed one and the anointing was doing through my life continuously for 18 years. Every step of the way there's been a counterfeit. And I've had to deal with the counterfeit continuously. The one thing Satan and his angels cannot counterfeit is the Father's love. 
They can't counterfeit the blood of Christ. They can't counterfeit the wine of the new covenant. They can't counterfeit the joyous intoxication and celebration of salvation. They can't. I mean, everything that Satan does out there always produces death, always produces bondage, temporary little breakthroughs, false breakthroughs, like we just read in Isaiah 35, mirages. They're mirages. How many mirages of Lucifer have you been tricked into in your mind? That's the temptations of Lucifer. He builds them with starlight, and it's like, come over here, leave the river. Come over here. Leave the anointing. Come over here. Leave the Holy Spirit. How far will you depart from the Spirit of God and the Spirit of grace and the Spirit of glory? Let's see how much we can construct these mirages in their minds, these golden images. It's true. Religion is a mirage. Rebellion is a mirage. Heroin, alcohol, all of it. Sexual morality, money, successes of the flesh, everything of the human nature is a mirage. The one thing that's not a mirage is the wealth of your heart and mind and the love of the Father, which produces Eden in your heart. That's not a mirage. That is the one thing that's real, and that's what the Bible calls building on the solid rock, the rock of ages. Not building on shifting sand, building on Christ. The word Christ means oil or anointed one. <laughs> Two people in the group lately in Facebook were like, what's the oil? You know, it's funny because we were prophesying for years with the golden oil, the diamond oil, and it was all just a prophecy. It was all just prophetics. You know, we're prophets here. We're a group of white eagles in the throne room of God. We've been prophesying continuously our whole lives, predestined for ordained. Just so many prophets around here. I mean, there's just dozens of prophets. And the prophets are just prophesying, and it's so glorious, and they're all a bunch of eagles, and it's awesome. And we had the golden oil and the diamond oil prophesying, and those days or long over her years and years and years over but it was all a prophecy of the true golden oil of Zechariah the anointing of the anointed one and in this season it's being revealed back then it was first in the natural then in the spiritual as it's written in the Bible it's first in the natural then in the spiritual it's like a stepping stone it's like an ascension it's like going from glory to glory you got to have the blueprint, and then you have the manifestation. Heavenly Jerusalem, the blueprint of the book of Revelation, and then you have the city of peace manifest in Minneapolis, 100%. You know, it's been written 2,000 years. You got the blueprint, first in the natural, then in the spiritual. And now we're in the spiritual substance of the prophecies, of the natural prophecies. Why was he so crazy? walking around Israel, Jeremiah, with an ox yoke on his shoulders because they'd be yoked to Nebuchadnezzar and go into Babylon, you know? It's just like there's a natural thing that triggers their natural senses, gets them interested, gets their carnal minds real focused, and then BAM! Anointing just breaks through and sets them free from Satan, the natural realm. Bam, and you have a next level of glory. Bam, and you have a next level of intoxication, freedom, and abundant joy. And the Father was saying during worship tonight, do you know what glory is? Do you know what your next degree of glory through the renewal of your mind is? The next level of not caring. 
And of course, you're full of love. It's just you have no cares because you've casted your cares and they stay casted because He cares for you. And you've let the Father father you a little bit more. That's what this whole voyage of Christianity is about. Letting the Father father you a lot more. A lot more. We're just getting started. Even the greatest in churchianity are just infants in Christ. We're going to come to a place where the Father is fathering us on earth exactly as He fathers all of the angels in the third heaven. (laughs) Those angels don't have any cares. They don't have any insecurities. Those angels don't have any wounds. Those angels don't have any problems. Remember, even the men and women that walked with God before us left their bodies on earth. They're called angels in the Bible. (laughs) The angel of Elijah, the angel of Peter in the book of Acts. The angel of Peter is here, it is written in the book of Acts. No, it's real Peter, not his angel, but his angel is now inside his body because that's the spirit being, the true eternal nature of Peter. But when he got crucified upside down, listen y'all, in the cloud of witnesses is the angel of Peter. (laughs) Truth anyhow. When you get to this level in the glory, which is the third heaven, and the throne of grace, and the crown of life, and the seven overcomers' gifts of Revelation 2 and 3 that all of us have, that overcome the world, that conquer by the anointing, given us the menorah of Jesus Christ. When you get here, do you realize what happens? <laughs> I can feel some stuff. We have unity of the brethren in the army of the Lord. All of the carnal nature dies. And all of the cloud of witnesses ministers continuously. <laughs> and it's effortless intoxication. Effortless fathering. You'll never have to use your human nature again for anything because they certainly don't since they don't have their bodies in the third heaven. And we've been praying for 2,000 years on earth as it is in heaven, Matthew chapter 6. But that's a big, huge sentence. (laughs) That includes all the society, literally high society outside the universe of the city of peace, heavenly Jerusalem, where Peter, Paul, James, John, Judah, Zechariah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, Daniel, all of the prophets, all of the apostles, Samson, Adam and Eve, everyone up there. And they're all down here too, on earth as it is in heaven. God's doing a perfect work in your day. This isn't outer court stuff. This isn't inner court stuff. This is holy place perfect stuff. We have seen so many demonstrations of Christianity, and obviously the only one perfect is the seven spirits of God. Seven is the number of perfection. So we're not talking about anyone's human nature being perfect by beating themselves up with religious demons. There's not a drop of Egypt in this place forever. I mean, I've never even participated in Egypt since I've been born again. We just pull people out of Egypt and drown Egypt. Egypt is called the dry place where the evil spirits go when they're cast out of your bodies. It is written, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. When an evil spirit comes out of a person, it passes through dry places. The dry place in the spirit world is called Egypt. Correct answer. So we have nothing to do with the dry place. There's no crystal clear living water there. There's nothing in that place except slavery to the flesh. It is literally hell. And there's so many demons there. That's where all the demons are. You don't want to go into Egypt. 
But after you're born again, you start in the spirit, then you try to finish and your brain will begin effortlessly by grace in your spirit. So they all go into Egypt. So we need a massive global exodus in Christianity out of Egypt to come into the promised land, which is conquering the seven nations of Canaan in your souls. Has zero to do with the natural realm. Zero. 100% to do with your souls. Old covenant was outward. New covenant is inward. That's why it is written, be transfigured by the renewing of your mind. Transfiguration is the promised land, Jesus Christ in you on earth. The promised land is an internal promised land and it immediately perfectly materializes in the natural Play-Doh. This electromagnetic energy shifts, all the sands of time shift, and it turns into a sea of glass before your throne as you're transfigured by the renewing of your mind on earth as it is in heaven by the abilities of Jesus Christ on the throne and you on His throne also by grace. That's Christianity. That's the New Covenant. That's why it's called Perfect. And we don't need to add anything to it. There's no sacrifice needed for that. There's just faith. Only thing you need is faith. You got little mustard seed faith. It must grow to the largest of the garden plants faith. To fill the universe faith. Bigger than the universe faith. How big is the Holy Spirit? We know because we have sound theology that He is omnipresent. The Holy Spirit is omnipresent. He's bigger than the universe. I mean, he's, you, can't be, you can't measure God. So if the Holy Spirit's that big, and the Holy Spirit and you are one spirit, it is written in the Lord. That means if you grow in faith, you'll wake up to all the divine abilities of God the Father in you, the Holy Spirit. And all you have to do is agree and change your mind, which is metanoia, repentance, being transfigured by the renewing of your mind, metamorphosis. So if the mind disagrees with the spirit and the word, then the mind stays in the natural abilities of the natural man. But if the mind repents, metanoias, it actually begins to walk in the abilities of what the Holy Spirit can do. Christ in us, the hope of glorious things, when we get out of the way and agree with Christ every day, always too good to be true, stretching our faith to the outer limits. He stretches our faith to do the impossible continuously. I live an angelic life. I mean, I live intoxicated like a heroin addict every day. I see signs, miracles, and wonders continuously. And every single one of the people that we disciple has the same fruit in their lives because it's just simply the anointing. I mean, this isn't some kind of magic trick. This is regular Christianity. Basic stuff. This is what Jesus walked in and then gave to us because He ascended to the Father. He sent us the Holy Spirit so that we could walk the same exact sonship walk as Him and even greater works because He went to the Father. John 14, 12, it is written. We're coming into a time of greater works, which are the works of ruling and reigning. And people are going to freak out. They've been freaking out. I don't know. Have you watched how bad they've been freaking out? We've been doing this thing a long time. They're not freaking out as bad as they used to be. Why? Because there's more anointing of the oil of joy blazing through all flesh. I mean, we're washing all the demons into the lake of fire like the Pied Piper. You know, just getting high on the oil and we play our little Pied Piper flute and they all just go into the lake of fire because you can't operate as a demon of the dry place around this kind of anointing. They leave. They're all cast out. 
We will cast out all darkness out of the entire United States of America this season. I mean, and it's not going to be hard. It's not going to require your fasting and prayer and beating yourself up and, oh, come Holy Spirit, come Holy... No. It's going to just require metanoia. Transfiguration of your mind by agreeing with the Holy Spirit that's already been in you like a caged lion. <laughs> You have the Lion of the tribe of Judah in all of your hearts already. Just let him be the King of glory that he is. And he does the wildest, craziest stuff. And you have to be a little wild and crazy too in order to agree with him. Because he's a wild lion. He's a wild lion. He just wants to be free to be himself through you. And most Christians are so bound up in religious rules and regulations of what God should be like, they don't even let God be God. God is the wildest. He is a wild man. Look at his prophets in the Bible. The prophets are the representation of his true personality. He's the wildest person from Genesis to Revelation. Have you read the book of Revelation? You have to be completely wild to come up with that stuff. That's Jesus Christ, the wild man. Talks about him in the book of Revelation, frolicking like a young lamb. Frolicking, carefree, transfigured. But a lamb, not an old sheep. A lamb, a young man. A, a carefree young man is our king. <laughs> Jesus Christ, the righteous one. He is so dynamically different than even the best churches have portrayed him as that when they start to come out of religion, the goat head of Lucifer, they'll be in total bewilderment. I mean, it's, that's why they actually get shocked and they go back into religion because that can't be God. It, it dynamically opposes everything I've been taught in religion my entire Christian lives. God is a control spirit. No, not... Not at all. That's actually Satan who lords over the pyramids of man's church systems called Gog and Magog or the Whore of Babylon. And he's not mad at you. He's mad at the systems. See, even the pastors will get set free en masse. No one likes these systems. Trust me. There are so much better ways that are higher ways, higher thoughts, God's ways. The ways of heavenly Jerusalem available for every person on earth. It's just no one's ever demonstrated it because no one had the faith of Jesus Christ perfectly to walk in it. Maybe a couple people, but not en masse like it's going to be now. Now you're going to have thousands, tens of thousands of Christians walking like Jesus Christ down here in His exact same measure of faith that He's given you. He has given you His measure of faith, it is written. Not your little tiny faith, Jesus Christ gigantic perfect faith is in you to believe in His own Father and you're just along for the ride by the spirit of adoption. That's why it's called adoption and not I deserved it and I earned it. It's adoption. You just got it by grace as a gift because He likes you. Seriously. That will just destroy the ego. You've done nothing to earn it. It's all Jesus Christ. He shared it with you just go along with the ride and enjoy heaven on earth, all of you, I pray, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. We love you guys. Be blessed. Redlettermen.com. Become a Promised Land partner. It's a new month of greater glory. So exciting. Stay high on the oil. Just blaze all the time. This is the anointing. 
This is literally Christ. This is the Lord Christ and His cherubim. Are you realizing this is the covenant? That we all be filled with the menorah of golden oil. The exact same measure of anointing that was on Jesus Christ is in every single one of us since Christ Himself lives in us and is trying to get through us if we'll only agree with Him and our minds will be transformed and we will see miracles. We will see signs and wonders. We will see cities transformed immediately by a full release of glory through our own minds, the gates of the glory of God of the third heaven. The renewed mind is a gate, an ancient gate. As it's written in the book of Revelation, they will all have Jesus Christ written on their forehead, which is you have the full nature of the Lamb on the throne right here in your mind, blazing with the Father's abilities right through your faces. So your faces are the exact representation of the invisible God, a mirror reflection. Not reflecting birds and reptiles and creatures of the fall. No, because we serve no idols and we serve nothing in creation. We serve the Creator. So our faces reflect as a mirror God the Father Himself all the time. And I tell you the truth, He is the menorah of light through our hearts and minds, the bright and morning star. Amen. We love you guys. Be blessed. We'll see you tomorrow. Glory to God. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.